Another Ascari cast. My name is Rod Van Blake, author of the Ancient Illumination series as well as the Umbani Chronicles, and I am joined once again by Jordan Pinnell Jackson. Hey, everybody. He's the artist and illustrator of the Ancient Illumination graphic novels as well as his own Eve of Insurrection comic. He's working on the sequel as well as a prologue for Umbani, and he did Jericho's Bane comic. Also with us is Andrea Rose Washington. Hello. She's the author of Adalithia, Elendo, and Amatree's Magic, also working on her own sequels to those works. So if you're interested in stuff like that, be sure to check the links in the description of the episode and check those out. And we are here to talk episode three of Halo, titled Emergence, uh, streaming currently on uh, Paramount+, Plus, which I think was an interesting... Very interesting. It was a lot more to discuss in this series. I had already watched it and then went back to rewatch it today and then realized I had a lot of thoughts on this that I've kind of glossed over in my mind. Um, I guess partially because I know Andrea does not like to watch ahead of where mm-hmm. we're at, but I uh-huh. do. And I guess it's, it's probably the smarter place so as not to get certain things mixed up and talk ahead of where we're at. So. Spoiler alert, if you have not watched episode three, Emergence, already, they start us off with another flashback uh, scene here, and we get uh, the origins of this Maki character, the Blessed One, who's in the company of the Covenant. We get child trash labor. And yeah. Then we, yeah, so we see how on trash custody. We get some weird uh, reading of a book and how this kid basically, oh, what's untamed mean? He's like, oh, that must mean you're really pretty. My boy tries to steals a kiss, <laughs> which is awkward. That was no, she that was, was trying to get that said. kiss though. No, what but that was him because he's the one that can read. No. He said, when yeah. you see this, oh, oh. You, when you read something yeah, like yeah. this, that means you have to do it. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> Oh, we got this. That was little... quick, though. That was quick. I'm not gonna lie. A little boy had he had for where they were. He had a little bit game. Yeah, and they uh, they they're foraging through the trash. The covenant comes down after they're catching a beatdown and ends up that she is the in fact the thing that the covenant are looking for, not something buried amongst the trash. And so we see how she comes to be in their company because that was a big question we had, I think, initially mm-hmm. when we saw this character. Like, how does this one lone human end up? In covenant hands. What are you guys' thoughts? I I liked episode three more than I liked episode two. Um, okay. We got to we got to see some more explanations of some of my questions from episode two. Um, I still feel like there's a lot of dumb decisions, and I feel like this is a thing that I notice in a lot of like sci-fi is that you see a lot of smart people make dumb decisions just to mm. further the plot, and it's just like. You know, in real life, you wouldn't make that decision because it's stupid. <laughs> that's that's a recurring theme, yeah. So, um, but I did I did like it a lot more than I liked uh, episode two. So I think um, now we're getting some answers. Um, but this also, there's just there's so much blind loyalty being thrown around that I just I just don't. It's dumb. 
<laughs> there's so much it's more loyalty it's being like put out there mm-hmm. from a certain from master chief right now whether it's because he wants answers it's just like dude you're not acting smart you're not you're not you're making a lot of dumb decisions because you want answers and you're trusting people who have who have never had your best interest at heart mm. And even though he's starting to understand that more in this episode, I think it's it's like, but why are you still trusting the person who put you at the position where you're at? Yeah. But I don't know. I think Cortana's gonna betray them all. Of course. Betray wait, betray the UNSC or betray all of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do not every time there's AI. It never well <laughs> for the humans. So <laughs> come on, don't further that trope. Well, she's showing herself to be a snitch initially. She is, mm-hmm. she and, and she has a lot of. Also, which was surprising, she has a lot of like agency. That I like that about her. Like when Master Chief tries to introduce her, he's like, "Go away!" And it's like, "No, like." Oh, he didn't try to introduce. She. she took no, it no, no. I herself. said when. Yeah, when she introduced herself, but he tries to get rid of her. Yeah. Um, that part was really funny, but. In the beginning, uh, and to talk about the beginning, I, I I like how they're trying to give us a they're they're giving giving us a reason why the blessed one clearly is not against the human race. Uh, like the trash planet is struggle, it's trash everywhere. Um, her boy, her her to be lover, the young boy dies. Boyfriend um, or boy that is a friend. <laughs> that was not her lover. To she be like lover, 12. I said to be like lover. 12. To the, be lover, I, I call him the mansplainer in training, and they end his life early. Yes, he gets got early, and I'm like, so that's why she was like human beings. Um, so they gave us kind of that motivation for why she kind of sides with the covenant, and them kind of treating her like she is a person and she mm. matters. Although her her real purpose is clearly to help find this relic or an, an act this prophecy of sorts. Yeah. Um, so we got that. Um, seeing more Katana, Cortana was interesting. Seeing like how they like had the physical body of Cortana and then which was also a dark that was also kind of depressing. Um, we're gonna get, we're gonna get to that. Though. We're gonna get to that. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, because I was like, oh there's a scene in that where it's just like hmm. Yeah, okay, we're gonna get to that. It, we're getting more of this uh, familial military politics that I really don't care for. It's uninteresting. It takes away from the episode. And then we have, like you said, we finally have Cortana realized in this episode. And when dealing with the physical entity that they're they're creating her from, I ha- I can't be the only one that was creeped out by the assistant. Yeah, he yes. He is a He's guy weird. that you do not be. You're not going to be alone with him in like a dark room. Yeah, like, my boy was... was creeping up on her bald head, and if, if Halsey wasn't going to walk in at that moment, he was going to steal him some kiss right I'm there. Like, this is weird. Like, what is weird. happening here? It was disgusting. <laughs> it, it was, was creepy. Yeah. He gives me um. Is it Renfield? He gives me like not Renfield. He gives me like. He kind of reminds me of like a Frankenstein assistant or even the guy that assists Dracula. Like he just has this weird sniveling vibe about him that I just yeah. I don't like him. He reminds me of those type of dudes. He's always creeping it seems like. Like you're a creeper bro. He is the obsessive um, 
he is the obsessive uh, assistant that's mm-hmm. going to who's like in love. He's not there because he believes in her work. He's there because he loves her, oh. and that's not like he's that guy who would like kill the kill. To be kill for her. Halsey. He's gonna kill for Halsey. No, 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 no. no, no, no. To, be like, the, to be with the to be with. Okay. Is that is like that's how he was looking at that at uh, the, at Cortana or Cortana's the, body? The phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we make an extra one of these bodies for me to just have oh, God, he's gonna... for research purposes? Research purposes. Like, <laughs> he is that. He's that one. She's gonna think he's harmless. It is, it's, and he's not gonna be harmless. And she's gonna be in a vulnerable sp- spot. And he's gonna be like, "I love you." And she's gonna be like, "What?" And then no. <laughs> Go away! And he's like, like, we're talking about another movie, <laughs> and he's gonna kill her. Loves the robot, yeah. kills the robot. Yeah. Chief here is is very hesitant when he realizes what's about to go down. Like he he sits on, he's got his little hospital gown on, he's talking to Halsey, and he's like, "This isn't necessary. Um, I don't need a body, a uh, uh, basically a babysitter." And she's like, "No." And you can see that Halsey sees them not as human beings, very much like machines. She's like, oh, no, no, this is an upgrade. We're going to make you better. Um, Don't Mm -hmm. worry about it. And I find her character kind of repulsive and at the same time interesting Mm. because through the scenes, I'm kind of questioning her humanity because the only emotional reactions you really get from her when she's interacting with Cortana, like you get a big smile when she finally materializes. Mm-hmm. But when you see her in other situations where there are obviously emotional things going on with people dying or something actually happening that should affect her in some way, she's almost got that. When you see a cat that really just doesn't give a shit about anything, the cat seems very unimpressed about things. That's her reaction. Like you see the pain in the physical body they created for Cortana, she's like about to go in this vat of, I guess, uh, acid, acid yeah, to man. melt it down. And her, she, you see her head tilt when she's looking at the needle <laughs> going the eyeball. But then instead of that moment where a person, a normal human, would go, "Oh, it'll be okay," she just goes blank. Yeah, straight face. You know what you're describing, right? Say hmm. it. What? A serial killer. Exactly. <laughs> That's a serial <laughs> killer, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that like the they can't connect with other people, only their work. And she sees the Spartans as her work, and like the, the or things that are extensions of herself, which is like Cortana. Yeah, they get joy from mm-hmm. she's yeah, a psychopath. Yeah, I was like, what is she? Psychopath, sociopath, or something? One of those yeah. paths. She's probably a narcissist too. Honestly, yeah. maybe not. They mostly are. Maybe not. <laughs> And the interface here is very different from what people that have played the games are more familiar with. We see Chief on the bed laying down, and normally in the video games and throughout every other medium that I've seen with Master Chief, Cortana's basically downloaded to like a microchip that's then placed in the back of his helmet and allows him to interact and speak Mm. with her here. They straight drill into the back of homie's head. That was gross. And puts it into him physically, which I thought was a a different take on things. And it's so again, I guess, I guess he also didn't have he didn't have control over that. Like he didn't decide that, but like dumb decisions because now how how do you really get away from that when she can put your body into stasis without your permission? I, he, obviously, he didn't know that was going to happen, but he kind of he, he yeah. didn't read the room, especially when he's getting these little 
psychic hints from the artifact of his childhood memories, which will come into play later, obviously. But you have to know that they're keeping information from you, mm-hmm. which we see. He's not getting it. Yeah, no, he's not. He's not comprehending at well, all. Hey, Cortana, open this door. <laughs> Get open this yeah. door. And then and that's the another. Oh, that's he's talking thing. to Cortana and not to him. Yeah. Letting him, letting letting the audience know that they're watching your every every move. It's crazy. And nothing you do is private. You have. You're not a person to them. You're a piece of equipment. I took a dump. I know you did. We were there with you. Wait, what? <laughs> Cortana pops up. Hey, what the? You cut up, I cut up to my... And also, how Halsey's gonna play like she didn't know that he cut out his implant? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just like, oh, Master Chief, you are trusting the wrong people. And I don't. I don't know how he's gonna get himself out of this. Eventually, like the way the show's going, I think eventually he's gonna have to like you know disband from them or like get mm-hmm. away from them. So yeah. I wonder if it's going to be him that does it or the um, blonde hair Spartan off the silver team Kai. who like watched him cut the thing out her back, out, out his back. Yeah, well, we're going to get answers to that in later episodes, but I think initially when the episode kind of was coming to have a close. Have you seen episode... it? Yes, I have. Andrea, we talked about this last week. We've. That's this is what we do. This is what me and Rod do, but we're not going to tell you what happens. Yeah. Episode three, right. I was like, well, yo, I didn't I didn't know how to take what Kai was doing there when she's kind of peeking at the Master Cheeks as he... Uh... Did he just say Master... Wait a second. Did you just say Master Cheeks? Yes, he did. He did yeah. say You're that. You said that. You're ridiculous, Rod. Come on, man. Master that's, Cheeks. that's what it's been dubbed now. Is we, we're, getting, we're getting the Master Cheeks each week now, so... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sorry about it. Uh, I, I was like, "What is she?" I thought she was gonna be a snitch. I'm thinking that, like, she's she's gonna snitch. But I mean, it, it doesn't matter because Cortana is like on it. She snitches right away. Like, she goes to Halsey. He's trying to remove his pellet. He's like, "What? What do you mean?" And he's like, "No, I think I should stop him. I could put him in stasis." She's like, "No." He needs to think of you as an accomplice exactly. and not a spy. It's like, but you are a spy. That's clearly why. <laughs> They've implanted you in him. Only one that doesn't seem to really realize this is is him, I guess. Which was funny when he, like you said, when he introduces, well, he doesn't introduce, Cortana takes upon himself to introduce herself to the rest of Silver Team. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the sister had me rolling with her look. She gives him like the side eye, like, is this coming from inside you, Chief? And he tries to explain the way. Vanek, I love Vanek though. He's still the homie is down. He doesn't care. Like we've been brief. We don't care. Just let us know what's going down. We, we with you. I'm like, oh, my boy is just he's ready to go to hell and back, and doesn't even seem to care that you're all pawns. They're just he. I guess, but he still has his pellet, so he's you know he's officially like emotionally neutered. I guess. So that like, begs the question. Does Master Chief is he going to be saved by um, Soren? Is he going to be saved by his Silver Team? Um, is he like who is going to because they can't tell him anything because no. Cortana? If anything, he's aware of Cortana's aware of Cortana's aware of. So um, it begs the question: How is he going? How are they going to ever use him in whatever way they plan? Like for the artifact because. Well, we know that he has to be conscious and awake to use the artifact. It can't just be his body. He has to be awake 
yeah. um, and touch the artifact. But still, if they can put him in stasis and then get him there and then wake him up and make him touch it. So it's kind of a weird dynamic too because Cortana clearly doesn't know her place like she's like I'm here oh I'm I'm not you be talking too much I am (laughs) ready why she's gonna take over (laughs) she's gonna take over John Smith what John's body it's gonna be a wrap she was like why is he not awake why is he not awake I'm here to take over I can't do that if he's laying on the table unconscious and Holly's like chill out do some studying real quick Just do some studying. You have the wealth of all human knowledge and creation that you can study. She's like, okay, what am I going to do with the other 52 minutes? Because it's only going to take me eight minutes to go through all the stuff y'all know. And I was like, oh, she's ready to go. She's not trying to sit back and wait. She wants to take over John right now and fully integrate. Yep. And that is dangerous. Yeah. That is very dangerous. She's not hiding the fact that she wants his body. She wants his body. <laughs> Not in that manner. You know how oh, I meant you it. Said it. I wouldn't be like, she wants his body. Um, I mean, Are the I cuts bothering you guys? Believe... What'd you say? Are the cut jump, the jump cuts to varying groups bothering you guys? Because I've seen there's starts oh. and stops and stutters in the show. They cut to Quan. We get this harebrained, you know, she just wants to go back to Madrigal. Then you see that for a bit. The cuts are kind of. It's slowing the flow. That whole stupidness. <laughs> She's a child. Children should she not be making to... decisions. Soren should just go ahead and knock her out, tie her up, and just make her stay there. I'm like, look. No, she has to go back. She has to avenge her father. You realize what Soren said to her. Like, if I was if I was her, I would have been like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to stay. Maybe get, maybe make sure my plan's going to work before I stupidly go back to a planet and hope yeah. that my, my father's people have not been shot in the head like dogs in the middle of the street like he's been doing to other people. That they're willing to pay you to bring me back. Otherwise, you're going to turn me over to this bounty guy, whether I'm like, and he's going to kill me. Yeah. It wasn't for so John. Like, I'm gonna he get paid either her. way. The moment yeah. he said either way, I was like, you know what? You're right. I'm gonna stay. You're right. <laughs> you know what? I'm because if I'm wrong, if they're not there to support me anymore, if they're dead. You're gonna turn me over, and I'm not willing to risk that right now until I have my ducks in a row. Yeah. Too many dumb decisions. So let's uh, take a break real quick, and then we'll come back to talk about more of Quan's harebrained plans and other weird things that happened in this episode um, from a possible flood reference. I'm not sure. Either way, we'll be back in a few minutes. And welcome back to the second half of the Ascari cast. My name is Rod Van Blake. Once again, I'm joined by Andrea Rose Washington. What up? And Jordan Pinnell Jackson. Hey, everybody. We are continuing our talk on Halo Episode 3 Emergence, uh, streaming right now on Paramount+. Plus. Um, and we see uh, fairly late in this episode uh, a Covenant ship where Maki, the Blessed One, approaches a UNSC frigate. Gladius? Yeah, and uses her, like, she gets somehow to be a decoy to just 
jump on a covenant vessel and this has got to be the dumbest uh security squad ever to take but rod her rod that's the power of white women's tears that was so that's how she did it come on man come on man it was that easy uh it was like it the the scene where her crying and and getting onto the ship was cool the whole um reveal where you see i think the I don't know what those worm things are that's in the suit of armor kind of as yeah. she kind of gets this little smart snarky looking look on her face before she walks in to the uh deck as they um dock with the the unsc vessel and then she walks in has her little speech they check her she looks up and then kind of leans her head to the side and all of a sudden i don't know if you have you played any games with the flood in it jordan what, when, when were they introduced? What game were they introduced? Halo 2, I believe. If if they're that parasite, I think I played that's the one. They were like kind yeah, of they're like these parasites where there was one of the first like horde modes in the game, which is yes. like age yeah. of stuff just came out. Yes, you and it was that crazy. is the one I played. So that was a reference to them. I don't know if, if it was, but it kind of I reminded so. me of that with these worm like creatures. But my thing is, why did nobody shoot Maki? She's walking, she's going through a Sunday stroll in the park. She even gets this cool, like, slow motion montage as she's walking through. Worms are hitting the ground. Nobody's shooting this person in the face. <laughs> but how do you know that she controls the worms? Because it was her head movement. What? <laughs> they're dumb, but they're all dumb enough to not notice. They're dumb uh, soldiers. Because when people are afraid, they don't think rationally. They It's like they say when someone puts a bag over your head and they buckle it and then you try to get the buckle, undo the buckle instead of just ripping the bag. Mm-hmm. You don't think straight when you're afraid. Rod, with your tactical experience, would you have, sh- be, be honest, if you were being swarmed by those worms, would you have shot the worms or would you shot her? Bro, they came with you. <laughs> I mean... You shoot at the thing that's coming oh, at you. Well, what if the worms are coming at you? I can I can pop two or three in her and then get back to shooting whatever's on the seat. <laughs> but they came with you. And, you. and you can see that she is unafraid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if yeah, something I mean, just happens, she, then yeah, she yeah. would be freaking out along with the other humans. She's clearly not reacting as the other human beings on the ship are. She's cool with it. She's not moving frantically. She's not moving at high speed. To me, that that's that's a tell. Kind of like in a... I don't know if you remember the funny scenes in Men in Black where, where, where Will is like, he don't trust the girl around the alien. She's the only one not freaking out. This dude, I don't know if he's just trying to get a Oh, the little girl. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, he's just doing his, like, um some pull-ups. Why is this little girl got quantum physics? I don't trust that. In this neighborhood at night? No, something's <laughs> going on. I don't trust her. <laughs> See, I exactly. thought he was, no, that's just a booger. His nose is running. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, nobody shoots this person that just comes out of the blue on their ship from this huge capital ship. Exactly. Corvette. Right I'm like, why are there are all their ships that big in comparison to the UNSEs? Like a lot of them are. Yeah, I wouldn't. How y'all fighting them like that? Just single, lone combat ships going out there fighting them giant Corvettes. <laughs> Call them Corvettes. Yeah, I was thinking somebody should have shot her. Um, yeah, they should. No, have. You're right. They should have after their uh, initial shock when they were still going out the room. Unless we couldn't see that, maybe she was like deflecting them. But I didn't see that. There was no deflection. It was just But like in the very beginning, oh my god, yeah, you shoot the things that are coming at you, but eventually when you're, you know, getting pulled out, maybe you should shoot her. 
I don't know. I felt like I would have just ran and hide and then hoped to God those things didn't find me. Yeah. And then you clearly see that she kind of has some control when um, the things rope up the captain because she looks up first and then looks down as she does it. They come down and snap. So there's some type of either telekinetic communication between her and these things. And then she starts interrogating him. And then we get this weird plasma fingernail. I think it was cool. I thought it was cool, Rod. I know it's not normal for Halo, but I thought it was cool and different. Do you think our it whole body could different, do that? But it was it was dumb. I was like, it, really? <laughs> it, was it was pretty cool. You, you know, got a light with fingernail popping up right now, like. And then he tried to block it with his hand in front of the guy. <laughs> like, nope, stuck. I mean, so many people tried to put their hand up when they're, get, when they're getting shot. Like, no. It's yeah, it was like the it was like a Three Stooges thing where someone tries to poke you in the eye and you do this. I mean, that that's about the as useful as it was. I'm like, come on, man. But I I was proud of him holding up and not not giving up no info. Like, he's like, I will tell you nothing. <laughs> and a lot of times when they say that Wait. in movies and TV shows, mm-hmm. in the end they always getting up giving up the goods. I will tell you nothing. Oh yeah, let me start from the third grade. Uh, he starts telling everything usually in most shows, but he didn't. He didn't. He died. He went out. So it made me wonder when, like later, when she was like and um trying to fix their communications or something, so that way she could send a message back. Mm-hmm. Why didn't she send a message from her ship? Why did she send a message from their ship? That was a little. That seemed. That did seem goofy. Second watch because it's like. Don't you think that the UNSC would know that you're talking to somebody else? Like, would pick up on that communication. Yeah. And then they tried to use some BS to be like, there was some electromagnetic frequencies involved. So the, the message was a little scrambled. I'm like, okay. Yeah, that seems like a plot mechanic, basically. How, how are we going to make it so that the UNSC gets this information and has yeah. to, they have to move to the part where they're trying to translate it later? Yep. Yeah. And I was yeah. just like, that didn't make sense. Why would you risk it? from an enemy ship when you can go back to yours yeah it'd be different if she wasn't able to go back to hers and she had to commandeer their ship mm-hmm. but like that and that's she what went yeah. back to her ship yeah. yeah i have a question was she i also interpret what she was doing was trying to like was she trying to hack into the to the mainframe of the computer to gather data and information yes okay yes. so yeah. yeah her doing that seemed logical yeah. that made sense like okay you're gonna go take get the information that was fine mainframe that made sense but the fact you sent a, a communication to the covenant and thus it just became a plot tool plot device my like, eh. yeah she pushed the story along with that one I'm like, okay yeah that might have just been a plot device for them to get the the other things that had set up yep. um and then we've already kind of briefly touched upon it but then you see the testing of the artifact with john and cortana present and uh, uh, once again, she is gung ho. Cortana wants to, hey, just let me take over, and we can. Uh, you know, the readers <laughs> will be more accurate. And all these tell like, when it's not John, when he's not conscious, the thing doesn't react to it. What do you say? Don't trust her, John. Yeah, he ain't got Don't no choice now. She's in there, <laughs> and and yeah. Don't She's in, I'm not gonna I know, say I know, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm just gonna harp on don't trust her. <laughs> yeah. And then um so then the relic kind of gives him visions more doesn't get more visions and doesn't Cortana help him find 
she tries to help him pinpoint where his Research. where he was born yeah that was the interesting part she's like you know i'm really good at this uh, you don't seem to find in what you're looking for uh let me help you and the other interesting thing because we've been kind of talking about this with them trying to further humanize uh the master chief he kind of after he's got he's got no pellet now he starts hearing music he goes on this little like spiritual walkabout kind of where finding myself yeah he's kind of bedazzled by (laughs) ships like i've been looking at this stuff for years it's never affected me this way i'm just hopping on the subway and she's like this is a new experience for you uh you're getting excited he's like what excited what's that he's like (laughs) that's what you're feeling right now fool you know (laughs) you seem excited about this stuff you're hearing music you're going on the subway he's looking at dude talking to his girl on the train and, and seeing that interaction and it seems like it's all very human interaction seems very foreign to him as mm-hmm. he kind of observes it in the wild uh, and it looked like when he goes to the park where they're playing the music is another kind of easter egg that ball that's sitting there I'm wondering if that's an easter egg for a griff ball in the game I don't know if you know have you played griff ball Jordan griff ball don't have that they had an actual sport in Halo you could play called griff ball where you were either had swords and hammers and it was like a mix between soccer football and basketball okay. where there was like a goal at the end uh, you spawn in there's this ball in the middle and then everybody runs to get this ball, and then you get it, and your teammates can block for you with the hammers. But the other team, if they hit you with the hammer, the ball gets dropped, and you pick it up. And then when you slam it into the goal at, at either side, it blows up, and you all blow up, and it gets you a point, and then it starts over again. Okay. So I saw that like ball just sitting there on the park benches. I was like, is that a griff ball? And then the kid's like, hey, that's my ball, and he throws it to him. I thought maybe that was like an Easter egg for that. I, I could be reaching. I could be wrong, but it just looked like it. I, I'd have to do some more uh, searching to see if that was it. But it was a cool scene of him just kind of... We're seeing him awaken emotionally mm-hmm. as we go further along and him wanting... He knows something's up. Um, but like I said, he he also knows that there's a limited amount of people... I think we were discussing this last episode... There's a limited amount of people that have the answers that he's looking for, even if we know as an audience that we can't really trust him to give him accurate mm-hmm. Like, there's nowhere else really to turn to get this information. Like, y'all know that something's up with how I got here. Y'all know something's up with my past, my parents, and why I don't remember none of this stuff until now, touching that weird artifact. Y'all better tell me something. It's kind of... So where, uh, so the memory that he gets from the artifact, um, and they're like the one that they're traveling back to his home world for, mm-hmm. what do you think is buried there? Because I think it's the family dog. That's what I'm thinking too, uh, because he had the vi- he had the vision there. of the dog, and then you see him kind of giving puppy eyes to the dog he sees at the park when they're, they're looking at the. He's yeah. like, I was waiting on him to go up and pet the, that lady's dog. And he doesn't do it, but he looks at it. And he just kind of says, I'm going to touch dog now. And I, we hear Cortana interrupt him. That is one thing. She like she like jumps in sometimes way too much when he's just sitting there minding his business. And she just hops stopping in. him from remembering from, things. From being himself. That's not. Yeah. yeah. Cause so she can take over. When we see him talk to Halsey when he's back in full, full uniform, this is a much more emotional Master Chief than what we got in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like when we saw him first walking in the beginning of the episode and he was walking past those uh, Marines or the guards, or whatever, army people playing that little ball game in the sand, the little metal balls. He was just yeah, like looking those. like, he's, he's like, why are you doing this? Like almost like, yeah, he didn't I don't understand. understand what you're doing. And then like later we see someone who can have true emotion, who can have, who can, who can now understand the joy they may have been getting from playing that game while Master Chief is like, why would you do this? Yeah. So it's like Cortana is keeping him from trying to be too much like that without the pellet. I wonder if the girl's gonna take the pellet out her back because he did. Possibly. Oh. Possibly. You see my tie. Tie. One, two, five. The thing that's mm-hmm. also weird to me, um, I don't know if you guys have made this observation, but Maki, she has not been around humans for very long. She's been around the Covenant for the most part. So I'm kind of wondering how she can act so well. Because you see how socially awkward Master Chief is and mm-hmm. people in general, um, just in life that haven't been around a lot of people and then you put them in a setting where they're around a lot of people that can be really socially awkward. But my girl is a Oscar award winning actress when it comes to playing the damsel in distress when she, you know, over the comm system. And then when she gets into the ship with the UNSC, you know, old boy's like, did they hurt you? No, I'm, I'm fine. And she's, I'm like, come on, man. She would not be able to act that well, I think, after being she's separated. Ex- but she's experienced trauma before and she can go back to that place if she needs to. But also, it's not, if it was her real personality, then I would have to agree. But because she's putting on an act in her real personality after she kills them, it's like she shuts down. Yeah, I feel like she can play it because she has been fearful before. Yeah. Yeah. So she knows how to act fearful. But the moment she gets what she needs, or the moment she, her acting got her onto the ship, yeah. her entire demeanor changed. So it's like. Her real personality is like, I don't really know how to be around humans, so leave me alone. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Firefinger. Like, ah, I'm gonna shoot you. But then, like, <laughs> but she can act as the the act was a persona. Like, she might have, re- like, she has that book. She might have read, she might, like, remember from her childhood of how she was, how she saw her, the guy, her love, her best friend, yeah. her boyfriend get beaten to death by, like, two hits. He was exactly. down quickly, by the way. Um, yeah, he, he did die <laughs> so fast. Like, I'm like, wait, yeah. but to actually have actual meaningful conversation interaction, she hasn't had any of that yet. That. Yeah, we I haven't seen that. that. But she can fake fearful, unless yeah. it's all with the Covenant. I'm just saying it wouldn't translate well when her act, her interaction has mainly been with Covenant. And say, I don't know how old she is when she got taken, but if she was taken at like say like nine or ten years old, and then. 20 something years later she's back and maybe she's either you know late 20s now mm-hmm. or or a little older I, some of that i think leaves you you know if you don't use it you lose it same thing with languages and interaction i think you you, you know that old kind of trope of being raised by wolves or raised by gorillas when you haven't interacted with humankind for a majority of the time i don't but think they're that good what do you say but she has, has she has interacted with intelligent life. Right. She has had conversations. She she just hasn't been around humans, but she has been around other intelligent lives and had conversations. Um, so while she may not get all the emotional and the social nuances that come with dealing with humans, mm-hmm. she still knows how to have conversations. 
Right. Yeah. And it'd be one. It'd be one thing if they like said uh, her name's Maki. Did you? Is Maki? Maki. Yes. Maki, go to the bar and try to seduce someone or do something like that. Now we're like, how did she know how to do that? That'd be mm-hmm. one yeah. thing to be like, why? But like, she's kind of playing a damsel in distress. Um, she and it's, and she's. What'd you say? What did you say? You probably will read the book and say, "Hey, it says kiss." Yeah. <laughs> and then you also but she has <laughs> you got to do it um but she also has memories she was once a human like she lived with human beings and so yeah. she knows what that she knows what her humanity is it's not like she was raised by them like she was born within their culture and society True. that would have influenced everything like that that would be a one that'd be a time to be like the question like how did she know how to do anything or how did she know how to even speak english yeah. Like that would be an interesting thing to bring up. That was the case of how she was born, but she's been around people. She she holds she clearly holds on because she keeps that book with her. So her humanity clearly still her past means something to her. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. wondering if we're also going to get more spiritual walkabouts from the other members of Team Silver and the other Spartans. I hope once, so. Once and if really they follow suit, so. yeah, the whole t- yeah the whole team just goes crazy. Like, yeah, that's what I want. Everybody watch like, all their emotions, and then Halsey's like, I can't control none of these. Uh, it would be interesting and funny to see that i'm also wondering if they're since they're veering away from what was canonical with the video games and some of the books whether each of the other spartans then because we've upgraded one whether halsey will try and upgrade the other spartans as well and they each get their own individual ai uh to help them because in i know you you guys haven't played it but in halo infinite um, you now have other AI. Um, like you get your as your Spartan, you get your own AI and color choice really? in the new Halo Infinite. Is that so the last to... game that just came out? It was like the most yes, the newest game? one that just came oh. out. Um, different. Oh. So they're not all blue. They're different. You can uh, I can get mine's green or red. Yeah, you can get it green, blue, orange, whatever color. And then they have uh, there's a limited amount, but there's different um, voice options oh. that hmm. you so they can have different accents and personalities that come with a different AI. So it'd be cool. Because my boy Vanek just seems so gruff the whole time. Um, (laughs) What? We've been briefed. Don't worry about it, Chief. We're with you. He's he's quick to the point. Soldier through and through. Yeah. Yeah. He's good to go. He's 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 the good to go uh, Spartan. How you doing? Good to go. (laughs) You don't need to say much else. Um, Do you think the series is improving or... No. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I need to see more mm-hmm. of um I know I, I need to look more. It's too soon to tell because like right now they're in the like the first episode, like I said, was great. And yeah. then the second one sort of dips. Mm-hmm. Um the third one has come back up, but it's nowhere near like where the episode first one was. One. So, yeah. Um, it's it's in the air if the if it's gonna get better or not because they built this huge like end goal that mm-hmm. we are trying to get to to figure out the artifact, what's going on. There's all these moving parts. There's all these different people, and if they do not put it together in a way that actually makes sense, yeah, it's gonna be a letdown. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, in certain parts, I think they're taking the Halo out of Halo, which may not make any sense with all the other subplots that we're getting into. Um, but you're right; I think it, it'll all 
depend on whether they tie it in or sprinkle in enough halo back into it to kind of tide us over and then we kind of kind of like eating your vegetables I mean when you want to get to the main course mm-hmm. if they give us mm-hmm. enough of that goodness that, that meat and that flavor that we know is a part of this then I'm cool with eating a couple of Brussels sprouts along, along the way but only, only time what? <laughs> yeah well seasoned Brussels sprouts are amazing um, I feel I like Brussels these sprouts are great <laughs> uh, for, for episode it's 3 squash. Squash? Okay. Um, episode three has been very much so I feel similarly to Andrea, like first two first episode is very strong, action heavy, and then episode two and three are very much like we're giving like they're they're piecemealing us like information, which I'm fine with. Um in it and so but it is kinda it's very slow and hard watch, but yeah, it's slow burn. Slow burn, but I'm happy it gets better. Um, not well, it's better than the other one for me. At least, it's, what's I'll the say other this. one? It's better, Founda- it's, it's, what is the other one? Yeah, Foundation. Oh, okay. Mm. Like I will say, it's not the cinematography on the Apple show was a lot better than than the yes, Halo one. Yes, it was. Um, but the storyline on Halo is, is grabbing me a lot more than Foundation is. That's very interesting. Okay. Yeah. I like Foundation's writing better. Foundation, I don't know. Foundation felt like it was a little more highbrow, and like things were just. It was in that kind of Game of Thrones type vibe. That's all. I'm, I'm gonna it die was, on the hill, but it was. This is different. This is. Different. It was, yeah, it was, but they're both doing uh, that that kind of pet peeve of Andrea's with the the dumb. Yes. The, was dumb decisions, dumb decisions. Which I'm starting to believe is just a thing that a lot of writers do out of necessity like you have to think because sometimes when when characters annoy me when they annoy me to a certain point I'm like did they do that on purpose <laughs> they annoy me and if so then they've done an excellent job Which, of doing yeah. this I'm pissed at this character I'm getting like mm-hmm. they're evoking an emotional response from me specifically because this character is doing something dumb and that could either be the characters just written that way on purpose or for whatever reason they just decided to do it, and it's just like an arbitrary or accidental result of it. I don't know. Mm. Like, I feel like Halsey is one of those characters where, like, they're doing a good job of making her very cold-hearted. Like, Definitely. she's cold, cold I hate her. And we yeah. hate her, and that's how I know the writing, she's a good, vi- like, she's being written well as a villain. Like, yeah. we are in mm-hmm. unison, like, mm, I, don't, I really don't like her. I like her because she just doesn't care so much. I actually like her a lot because she's so cold-hearted. She um, seems to be getting worse and worse. But I she's think. yeah, she's getting worse and worse. She's going down that that path. Question. Yeah. Her daughter to cuz like they're oh, how they're God. setting up her daughter to do a parallel research this episode mm-hmm. yeah. without telling her that her daughter's doing a, a parallel research. Do you think I mean, I think the answer is yes. But do you guys think that Halsey will sacrifice her daughter? If she thinks her daughter's going to get to an answer before she does, or like if it's going to base if if her daughter gets getting to the answer before her, means her daughter's like the one in charge. No, but I do think if something if it comes between a choice between getting actual answers and sacrificing her daughter, I think Halsey would choose the answers. <laughs> Same. Yeah, I think I I, I think she would. Sac- I would think she would sacrifice her daughter for some answers. I, she I'm on the. She's more about that science. 
about the yeah. evolution of humanity. Uh, 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 not the evolution of humanity, but the evolution of her work. Because oh. she I, thought she, she don't care about her daughter. Her really... clone. Like yeah, exactly. Then she did. Then she does talk about anything else. She was more excited about talking to her clone than a robot. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying before. Like things that that she's worked and created with, not physically like having a daughter but things that, like material she's made and created gets an emotional reaction from like she smiled big as hell when uh cortana materialized it's nice to finally meet you i was like what is going on with this lady she crazy yeah <laughs> once again uh appreciate you guys taking the time to uh talk about these things with me and the two or three of you that kept, caught us on live on various platforms i appreciate you taking times out of your day to hear us uh discuss these things be sure to check out the podcast when i upload the audio to anchor spotify apple google cast and all places where podcasts are available don't forget to check out trekkie and beyond a star trek podcast discover discovery with us that's right and they are also available on those same platforms through anchor uh, make sure to check the description and the link on the episode for our various uh, books, comics, graphic novels, and other things that we are working on. We appreciate you, and we will talk to you all next week. Peace. Deuces. <laughs>